Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid, so scared to do what I wanted. In looking back, I can see all the mistakes that I made And I wish that I could talk to me And tell me I can change Don't be afraid Just walk with your Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. This is Monica Richardson, and I am your host. Today is December 3rd, 2013. Wow, what a year. It's just like flying by. We're going to do a couple more shows this year. I hope we get to do one with Amy Lee Coy uh, over the next couple weeks. She is going to be launching a new program called Getting Over the Hump, She's done videos uh, for people who are wanting to quit alcohol or any addiction, and it's those first 10 days. And So she's actually already launched that, but I hope to have Amy on and, uh, so today. We are talking about, we're going to talk about safety in Al-Anon, where is my page? We're going to talk about what happened and what Al-Anon and Alateen has done, which is really kind of, uh, I think, pretty proactive and pretty amazing, uh, even though I don't really like any of the 12 steps anymore. I do know that uh, in very, very small Al-Anon meetings, people are not so uh, cultish, and it's a little different. And uh, I did attend those meetings actually for quite a number of years, there were periods where I went to very little AA and went to a lot of very tiny Al-Anon meetings, so I'm pretty familiar with it. So I have one of my blogger friends, and let me find my... I'm having trouble going back and forth with my little thing here. I'm going to bring on my co my cohort <laughs> in activism. <laughs> Hi there, Harriet. <laughs> Hi, Monica. Welcome Thanks to for the having show. me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for you know coming in and, and joining me. And as always, uh, there's some things that you have dug up uh, to really uh, help me and to help the cause. And so, the cause being you know creating things safety. And so, uh, you want to start with? Do you, do you have the the brochure in front of you online? Um, well, I do have it in front of me. Okay. So can you want to talk a little bit about you know how you found this, what happened, and let's let the listener know uh, what you discovered. Well, when I was looking into the uh, lack of safety guidelines in AA and NA when it referred to minors, 
I was doing extensive research online mm-hmm. and trying to see if any 12-step programs uh, were doing it because when I had personally contacted both AA and NA about protecting minors and other vulnerable members of society in their meetings, um, you know, they didn't have any and they took mm-hmm. no responsibility. What right. I found fascinating, though, is I, I stumbled across um, Alateen Safety Guidelines G-34, Right. And Alateen is um, was born out of Al-Anon and is an arm of Al-Anon. Mm-hmm. And they help teens. Uh, unfortunately, they don't help, well, depends how you look at it, but it's solely for the purpose of helping teens that are dealing with other people's issues with addictions. Um, it's not for helping teens that are dealing with addictions themselves. Right. But even though these teens are probably less vulnerable in some ways than ones that are actively in addiction, uh, they've gone through great lengths to set up great safety guidelines to protect those that they serve. Mm -hmm. And, And it addresses many of the things that I had been concerned about as well as many people have been. Yeah, I was just looking over it as you started, and I thought I would just, I mean, I I think it's really, really serious. It's very, very uh, detailed, like um, know when to step down as a sponsor. um, Yes. Help the Alateen member to establish limits. uh, Avoid uh, infringing upon parental authority. Um, Parents are responsible for their behavior of their children before and after a meeting. Um, I mean, there's some real. So we could start with uh, what are some of the the strictest things that you discovered, Harriet? Um, well, I thought was interesting was at the very beginning, mm-hmm. uh, it states these guidelines offer procedures for ensuring the safety of Alateen members, their sponsors, and Al-Anon Alateen as a whole. Uh, Following these guidelines is not a substitute for knowing and obeying the law of your area as it relates to minors. Um, And it's important that each person involved with Alateen is aware and follow local legal requirements. Um, It's good. I mean, even the beginning part that says, um, you know, it says Alateen safety guidelines. Alateens are members of the Al-Anon Fellowship who have suffered because of the alcoholism of a loved one they have come to Alateen seeking recovery. Before recovery can take place, an environment of trust and safety must <laughs> exist. It is the responsibility of Al-Anon Alateen as a whole to work together to maintain a healthy, loving, and supportive environment. Now, imagine if you said that. It is the responsibility of Alcoholics Anonymous as a whole to work together to maintain a healthy, loving, and supportive environment. That's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, I was floored when I read that. How long ago did you find this? It's been a couple years now. Um, And I've talked to Alateen a bit about it. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've tried to get the message out there when uh, I've talked to many people who've said, well, there's nothing you can do. Twelve-step programs are not set up to do this. And I'm mm. like, well, Alateen and Al-Anon is actually a twelve-step program, and they're doing it, and they have found a way. Um, I would, mm. I would like to ask AA and NA to 
to see what Alateen's doing and incorporate that when they're dealing with teens because they are actively going into our high schools as we speak and uh, stepping that effort up and trying to recruit minors and teens from our high schools with no safety guidelines at all. Nothing. Well, you want, yeah, you want to talk a little bit more about that? Because we were just talking about that before we started the show, and it's pretty upsetting to me as well. So what what did you find out? Well, apparently, um, I'm not sure when NA uh, started their, it's called the NA Youth Committee, N-A-Y-C, um, but it's called the Narcotics Anonymous Schools Project Presentations, and N-A-Y-C, Step-by-Step Presentation of Our Experience, Strength, and Hope. And yeah. so this is, you know, they have uh, basically bullet points on how to go into our schools, how to maintain uh, lines of communication between uh, schools. Um, and it's very in-depth. Mm. One thing I it, found. Where would you find it online? Yeah, Can actually, it online? I found it. I found it on the naflorida.org website, and it looks like it's a national uh, publication that's mm-hmm. given to all the different ones. So you could probably get it on any of the uh, state NA websites, but this one was naflorida.org, and. This One of the very, things they, very interesting. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So you've, you're just looking it up, or you have it in front of you? Uh, yes, the, actually, I printed it off beforehand, and just wanted to mention a couple of the things. Um, yeah. Why is it yeah. important to have school project presentations? It states. Um, One, strengthen relations between professionals, community, schools, and NA. Provide information to youth. It is possible. It is possible to get clean at any at a young age. So I thought that was interesting. They mentioned that at a young age. So they want to send the message out. Uh, it's possible to get clean at a young age. Mm-hmm. So they're going after as young as they can. Well. I mean, it is good to quit at a young age, but they need to implement these safety guidelines like Aladdin has. They have no business going into our schools and right. having uh, 13 and 14-year-old kids going to the same meetings that they're also going into prisons and having sex offenders and violent felons going mm-hmm. to. It's just in total yeah. insanity. Yeah, it is. I, when I was at the Ikipa thing that I went to to find young people to talk, from my mm-hmm. film, I was in Phoenix, and I was in a, you know, a, it was just a panel where there were going to be some young people speak, and this woman came in with her clipboard with about 20 14-year-olds that looked like <gasps> they were still playing with their Barbies, and these were not edgy girls at all, and that means that their parents, maybe they started to smoke a little pot or they got caught drinking once, and they're sending them off for someone else to raise their kids or teach them what's right and wrong. And this woman brings them into a totally unregulated young people's AA thing. And I was horrified. I went up to her and I said, like, where are you coming from? Who are you? Who are these girls? Well, you know, mm-hmm. I have to protect their privacy. I'm like, you're not in a private setting. Like, you're just, like, you're in a hotel. Did the parents know that? I mean, I was just like, Wow. But I don't want to get off on a tangent because we're doing, and I, you know me, I could. So I'm going to try to stay focused because I think this is so cool. And you were trying to tell me about this a couple of years ago, and I think I was just, 
you know, Paul Cleary talked about this and why can't AA do it. But, uh, you know, it seems that NA, I mean, you know that AA went to my grade school in the 60s. So AA was very pointed. I mean, I think it's disgusting that um, that they did that. And uh, they had no no teen from, in my book, it should be called an alcoholic or an addict. You're not an alcoholic or an addict. Um, you're just a kid who's, um, you know, experimenting and trying things. And uh, but this, I gotta say something. Just if you're listening, you go to www.al-anon-ak.org forward slash cms and uploads. I think if you were, I think if you just put in Al-Anon, well, you sent me the link, right? Let me go back to the link. So if somebody wants to see it, it's uploads G34 PDF in Al-Anon, and we're talking about. They have to get background checks, so let's go over some of the details. We'll get back to the NA stuff, but let's talk okay. about the positive stuff that Al-Anon did here along with Alatine. You want to start? Okay. Because I know you know a lot about this. So. Um, Isn't it the sponsor has to get a background check, right, if you're going to be a secretary or a sponsor? Well, you... One, you need to be an Al-Anon member, I think, for it's either one or two years. Um, so first you have to be, you, you just can't like come off the street and say, I want to be an Alateen sponsor. You have to come through Al-Anon, be an Al-Anon uh, member. And then you do have to have a background check, and you can't have, um, you cannot have been charged with any, you know, sexual crimes, and even if you weren't convicted. So I think that's important, too, because, you know, people could have been charged with things and maybe got a lighter sentence or it was dismissed. But mm-hmm. if it has to do with sex abuse, you still can't be a sponsor. Right, um, right, right. Mm, wow, so that's, this is very good. But I think that the language, like if you go to this PDF, um, it has... Uh, they have to fill it out. Um, what can an Alateen sponsor do? Make every effort to have two sponsors at each meeting. If one sponsor cannot be there, call a sponsor from another group. I don't know if I... That, that's not really what I, I care about. Let's see. Uh, they talk about establishing limits. Um, never... Don't avoid infringing on parental authority, which goes on a lot in AA, where they say, you know, we know better than your family to help you, which is really scary with children, and, and that's what they are. Um, and says, in addition to establishing area allotting behavioral and safety requirements, areas should establish behavioral requirements um, specific to the type of function, allotting meeting, area assembly, allotting conference. I wonder how big allotting actually is. I don't have... Oh, um, I did find the requirements. Um, yeah, what are they? Okay, it says, an Alateen sponsor is a responsible adult member of Al-Anon who attends Al-Anon meetings regularly, is currently certified. So they actually consider them having to go through a certification process to become a sponsor. Um, so they're currently certified as an Al-Anon member involved in Alateen service through their area's Alateen process. No person may serve as an Al-Anon member involved in Alateen service, including sponsors who have ever been convicted of a felony Mm -hmm. or charged with child abuse, 
or any other inappropriate sexual behavior or has demonstrated emotional problems which could result in harm to Alateen members. <laughs> so that's good, too. <laughs> that's so good, but I'm laughing because if you had that in AA, you could have about only, what, 20%? of the people could be a sponsor or, you know. Which would be good. Yeah, it would be great. Yeah, it would be really good. I think that, uh, you know, I think that it's so good that these policies, I mean, I I made a list of what I think that AA should do at the top down, like at every level, but this is taking it to a whole nother level. And I think that for me, there has to be something done about AA allowing people under 18 and somebody even said, oh, I think it was my son, said, what, 18, 21? If drinking age is 21, why would you want to mix? Because you're still not strong. And even 21-year-olds, excuse me, get really preyed on. So um, I'm drinking my tea too fast. <laughs> Came running up here, and now I'm drinking my warm tea. It got cloudy here and cool. It's kind of nice. But um, Oh, that is nice. Well, this came up under, and, and one thing we do a lot of talking about is no accountability, no responsibility that AA or NA will take. And this actually, what I just read, um, the top of it says responsibility statement. So this is part of their responsibility statement. They actually have one, uh, which is just amazing. I mean, when I first read it, I could not believe it. And it was so validating. I mean, that's another thing. It was just so validating for all the people who say, how could anybody ask for anybody to do background checks? How could anybody, yeah. you know, right. ask for them to have any responsibility? Um, and and then they have the role of Al-Anon members involved in Alateen service, that they're expected to maintain appropriate adult behavior by exercising good taste and integrity. Um, Wow, I'm just reading some of it too. Here, listen to this one. So it says, okay. no, one, "No one to step down as a sponsor, whenever oh, anything yeah. interferes with the need to protect yourself, i.e., accusations, controversy, threats of personal harm, etc. Discontinue serving as a sponsor, even if you are totally blameless. Stepping aside will not only protect both the LT member and you; it will preserve. Well, I don't really care. They both they talk about the unity. I got to just say something funny because one of the bloggers in the chat room, uh, ETP, said. I hate it. It's a cult. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> Al-Anon is the worst. It's just a cult. Well, did did you go? See, the thing is, is that it is, it can be um, very, very bad in the sense that uh, if you go to a big meeting where there's these women who are super controlling because they have a tendency actually as, you know, Al-Anon people to be even more controlling than AA members. And I went to really tiny meetings where there were these, like, eight people. And there were meetings that were in the mid-morning when my kids were little. And I had really stopped going to AA. I, I hardly went. I went, like, once a month to somebody's house, to this couples group. But So I went to these meetings where you talk about rebels. Like, there was a woman who didn't believe in God there. She had, like, 30 years in Al-Anon. She was this little old lady, so feisty. And she would get up and leave the meeting when people would start to say the Lord's Prayer, and I followed her out one day, and we talked. And in fact, I asked her to be my sponsor. And she's like, why would you want to ask me? She goes, I know you are a woman of faith. You believe in God. And I said, because I really like your attitude. 
<laughs> you walk to a different drum. You don't believe in this. You don't believe in that. And I mean, she was quite a character. And so this little meeting, there was one woman who was kind of, she was definitely, you know, uh, believed that it was a family disease and she had lost her son. It was a very sad story. And she, you could tell she was still traumatized by it. You know, she never really got, I think, outside help, which would have been good, you know, for the, the death of her son behind drugs. But because my experience was only with this little group, really, I mean, I went to a few others, but I didn't like big meetings, that it was way low-key full of really rebellious people. <laughs> and you don't label yourself there, and nobody talked about any steps. Okay, ETP, like, there was no step talk, there was no book talk, it was just like, well, this is what happened this week, and <laughs> this is what well, I'm going Well, I, I think probably, <laughs> well, Sorry, probably ETP is, is, is probably a little concerned about, and I certainly don't want to mix a message here, because I'm not pro-step, I don't like the message, and I'm not right, wanting right. to say that I'm pro Alatine or Alanon because I think they're very harmful. Alanon, we could yeah. probably do just a whole nother show for an hour about the harm that Alanon does. But having said that, this is really exclusively to show what a 12-step program that Bill W.'s mm. wife is, um, <laughs> who, who actually created Alanon, and right. then they right. created Alatine did do safety guidelines. So when you're when you're up against AA and NA and they say, well, right. you can't do it because how we're yes. set up, right. we're able to argue that, no, look, you, Alateen does it, you can do it. doesn't mean right. I'm... Yeah, did you ever post this And they're on only orange? doing it because it's self-serving. Wow. Well, you know what? I think that uh, this is really... I think the more information, you know, they say, you know, uh, knowledge is power, you know, and information that when you have stuff that you really understand because quite honestly if I would have known and been armed with the information that I have today when I was still in there trying to make it safe I have so many comebacks to the things that they said to me you know what I mean yeah like there's just like you know when I was handing out my pamphlet and they were like oh, you know you can't do this I would have said well you, you can't tell me how to act like you can't tell another member how to act like go away mm-hmm. like, get out of my face like very simple but I just want to say this too there are people listening there's people in the chat room that I, we're both on the same page that I don't believe in uh, it's a family disease, I don't believe it's a disease, and that um, I think that it's harmful to tell young people that it's a family disease. And I did interview even women from my film that were told that they were sick already. You know, I mean, it's nuts. They were dragged to Alatot and uh, didn't like ah. it. But the, the point that Harriet and I are making here is that go, you can go online and see this so that when someone says oh, you can't, you know, we can't make A or NA or any of the 12 steps safe. You can't tell people, you can say, no, you can. Alan, Alanon did it, and it's a 12-step program, and here is what they did. And I heard, but I'll tell you what, Harriet, I, I can't, I don't know where it happened, but I heard they were sued and sued and sued again. I heard they were sued in California and that they forced them to do this. And oh, I'm anyone... sure it's totally self-serving. They didn't just do this out of the goodness of their heart. Mm-hmm. And I think when AA at some point in time uh, implements safety guidelines, it'll only be, it won't be because of the kindness of their heart either. Right, right, right. Um, we are talking today with uh, Monica Richardson. We're talking with Harriet. 
And we are just talking about the fact that Al-Anon, if anyone ever says to you, you can't make it safe, AA, I'm sorry, that you can't make AA or NA or any of the 12 steps safe, uh, Al-Anon or has safer. guidelines. Well, you know, this, this has been around a long time because I remember Paul Cleary talking about it from the podium when people would give him, he knew it, he said, Al-Anon did it, so, so can we. And that was like in 2010 that I heard mm-hmm. him talk and say this. So... It's probably been, well, I guess I would like to find that out, Maybe do a little research, find out what it is. But the, the ba- whole background check thing, like one of the people I interviewed, she said that they called the cops because this guy who had a restraining order against her uh, was threatening her. When the cops finally came, um, this woman, old-timer, ran up to the police and said, you can't do this, we're Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> and the cops said, get out of my way. Like I've never seen a restraining order that there was this serious ever or in years that this is, you know, you're not above the law here. And, uh, oh, no, that's not the funny part. The part that she was said that was so funny was that so many of the people ran like they, like little cockroaches just ran out of the share day in Brooklyn when the cops came because they're actually probably on the run from the police or, you know, they're just oh. yeah, criminals. Mm. Um ATP, you logged in and out. Can you believe it? We have four and a half minutes. Talk about Use this time to talk about the NA thing that you have found with their doing outreach. They're trying to get kids to go to their... Yeah. Um, one thing on one of their last pages they have on this, it says personal experience uh, from, I guess, people who have been panel speakers. Mm-hmm. And it says... Um, they say a lot of the class is interested, engaged, and appreciates the presentation. They also ask a lot of good questions, and some even start to get vulnerable with us. Hmm. Now, when I read that, that really struck a chord with me. Mm-hmm. They also ask a lot of good questions, and some even start to get vulnerable with us. So even mean? a... Well, I think... I mean, they are vulnerable. That's what our concern is. Maybe they start opening them up, opening up about their experiences and and um, maybe start getting emotional. Uh, I'm not quite sure where they're going with that, but to me, it kind of validates our concern that they're vulnerable with us. Well, you know, this is a person who they sent to a school who's probably um, – you know, maybe cream of the crop of many of the people that are in the meetings. But then they're going to send these kids to meetings that aren't necessarily like the speaker. And so, you know, they're saying they're vulnerable with becoming vulnerable with a speaker. They're going to be very vulnerable in a meeting with sex offenders and violent felons and 13-stepping mm-hmm. and all of that. And uh, Ugh, I mean, that just disturbing. needs to stop. Until they change, mm-hmm. th- this should be halted. They just need to... Yeah, they need to stop going after our youth until they put in some. Oh my God, I'm so with you. So what you know, this is where child advocacy. But I want to tell if anybody who's listening, Harriet and I have what we met like on the phone or you know through the blog in the fall of 2010. Yes, and I think that we were trying to we reached out to uh, child advocacy groups, child abuse advocacy groups, and hit a wall, like, over and over, right? Yes, yes, that's been pretty consistent. 
And, you know, I told Harriet that, you know, well, I think there's steppers that work in those, uh, maybe in those agencies, and that's still not okay because we're still, that's why, you know, I'm making the film. That's why, you know, thank God, Gabrielle book, you know, Gabrielle Glacier's book, Her Best Kept Secret, was a critical view of AA. She got on some television, and she got in the New York Times this past week or the week before in the book section. That people got a good need review. To, yeah, she got a good review. And I think that uh, they need to know who's going there, not just who's being sent there, who the fuck has been there for the last 65 years. You know, which are these horrible old-timers who know exactly what they're doing, whether he's a guy with five years and he's 28 hitting on the young girl, or he's 20, you know, 40 and hitting on the 21-year-old, or he's the guy who's 60, who's got 30 years of sobriety. We have a minute left. ETB is typing. Please need to know it's just a cult. Yeah, there, I'm, I'm, we're in agreement. I'm totally in agreement. It's not a, I, don't, I don't think it's a good place, and I wouldn't send anybody there. Absolutely not. Yes, I'm not recommending it. We're not recommending it at all. We we brought it up because it's it's an answer. Everybody needs to be, you know, have these tools that when someone says, well, you can't, you know, implement that, and you say, yes, they can. They did it in 12-step. They did it in Al-Anon and Alatine. And so they, you know, it, it is possible. There's 40 seconds left. I want to thank you for joining me. Everybody out there well, thank and you, bloggers, thank you, Harriet, so much for doing another Short 30-minute one, I think it's important for people. The more knowledge we have, the better it is, right? And, uh, and people will... can talk to their public schools and warn them themselves. If you have children and, you know, your principal, let them know to be on the lookout for any coming to their schools and that they have no safety guidelines. They shouldn't be right. part of these. That's right. Thank you, Monica. Everybody... Okay, thank you. I'll see you again. Good night, everybody. Again, this is Monica Richardson. This is Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery. We'll see you all soon. Bye.